Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Beam Voice podcast. My name is Petro Conduraro and today's guest is an enthusiast Beam and digital automation strategist with more than 10 years of experience in AAC and manufacturing industries. He's also the founder of D-Roots, which is a Beam consultancy and digital technology company. Welcome, Jose Oliveira. Yeah, hello, Petro. Thank you for inviting, first of all, anyway, to invite us to, to have a quick chat or a longer chat, let's say that way. Uh, it's, a, it's a great pleasure for me to be here. And once again, thank you. It's very nice to have you here. I'm really looking forward to, to, to our chat. We can start by uh, telling us a little bit about yourself, a little bit more details about who are you and what are you doing. Yeah, yeah, I can I definitely can, I can tell you uh, a bit about uh, about me. Uh, I have a, a different path, uh, probably unusual path into uh, this industry. In fact, you know, I I I, um, I never dreamed to be <laughs> to work in the AAC industry. That was a, a consequence of of uh, of the last credit crunch in 2008, 2009. And that's why I ended up, you know, becoming a, a, you know, a revenue trainer. I really, at that time, I lost my uh, dream job. Don't worry, let's not talk about that. Another story, long story. <laughs> but definitely what my, my dream at that time was financial markets. Then things, you know, they were not good, as you understand, very crunch, uh, very bad for that, for, for not just for the uh, UK, for the global situation then. But at that time, I, I think it was 2000, Eight, I think I can't remember now the, the year, but I had an opportunity to 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 start as a trainee, uh, learning Revit MEP, becoming a, a Revit MEP coordinator, and uh, that's what I, I managed to start my career uh, working for the CAD bureau that doesn't exist anymore uh, in the UK, and uh, I was also lucky, uh, Petro, because that company was one of the pioneers users of Revit in the UK and even globally. Uh, when I remember when I was starting doing, you know, using Revit MEP because we have the split of the three main Revit uh, disciplines, and there was no anyone using Revit at that time. And I even remember the times we were highly criticized, you know, for, for using Revit. <laughs> really? Different times, different stories. Anyway, um, yeah, but that's I start there and I stayed three years there. And um, as you understand, I have no background before that into the industry. I even before I was uh, studying applied physics, but in fact, I never completed uh, complete my degree. So I jumped into this opportunity was different. I like I used to like to draw. So I said, why not? Anyway, the world situation was uh, critical. And yeah, since then, my life changed and I learned to like what I do. And uh, I worked for several companies. I remember I left I left this company to move to Atkins. Atkins, I moved to Grontman, which is now part of Sweco. And it was already at the time a good sized company. From uh, so mine, I moved to um, to Mott McDonald's, and I have probably one of my really uh, uh, I really liked working Mott McDonald's. Definitely, the projects that we I was involved were quite exciting at that time. Very collaborative, which is the one of the me, true meanings of, of being collaboration and you know communication. We, we had a, a great a few great projects at MOTS at that time. And then for MOTS, I have my opportunity to become a BIM manager. I went to to Kuwait. I went to far away to the Middle East. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I was working for a main contractor there, working for a, a, a big project as well, you know, a big tower. You know, the stuff they do in that part of the world, but the quite expensive one for a, a, a national bank, which anyway, they, they have a lot of budget, so they can spend a little bit more. 
And then I moved to Autodesk. I started to work at, uh, at Autodesk as a technical BIM consultant. I got involved also in the Middle East. I was involved with a Qatar Rail project, which at that time was the biggest uh, you know, uh, project for Autodesk consulting as well, to develop all the BIM documentation guidelines and all the process and standards for, for that project. It was a huge project and a huge contract. And then, you know, it was time to say, I, you know, I have to come back. My wife, she was leaving our little, little boy, Daniel, and I have to come back to the UK. There was no really opportunity for me to carry on working with the Autodesk, uh, coming back to the UK. So at that time, I had an opportunity to join WSP uh, as well. So as a UK team director, and that was an exciting opportunity. And that's when the world, I think, started really to wake up as well for BIM and the needs. And not just, you know, the modeling side, the, the process, also the contractual sides. And that's what it comes and it becomes very tricky, especially in the UK, which I think they are a bit more advanced in the contractual side, which they take more serious uh, than any other part of the world. Uh, I think Nordics, they are also quite, uh, quite good as well in that part, but the rest of the world, I don't think is as is, is good as, 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 we, as, as we know. And um, yeah, during this time as well, during my time in Kuwait, Qatar, and also then in the UK, I started to, I took a, a master's in BIM and Integrated Design from Salford University because I felt as well that I, I had the need of, uh, you know, um, to understand a bit more BIM as a process because there was a lot of confusion. In a still, in fact, I don't know what you think, Petro, but there's still a lot of confusion about BIM and BIM as a technology, which is not anyway, but let's not talk about that, maybe not, not now yet. We talk but soon about is, that, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the confusion. Um, I, if I can just jump in, yeah, yeah. Uh, regarding the confusion, confusion is one of the reason I, uh, reasons I started this podcast. This is one of the the goals, my goals, to help clarifying the understanding yeah. of BIM. All right, good. That's that's a good initiative, definitely, Petro. But anyway, just to finalize my 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 short uh, short career. <laughs> <laughs> then after WSP, you know, there was the hard times again. And uh, yeah, and I had to, to look for opportunities. I was looking for something different, something which I could be part of. Uh, didn't, didn't really come up. And uh, I decided, why not? Let's start something, you know, great. Because uh, I want to do something different. And I, I saw some needs in the market. You know, initially, roots, I launched the roots alone. Uh, that was almost three years ago. Uh, yeah, since has has been a long a long journey, and now we've got a few more people working with us, definitely, which is good. But the, the, the roots came up also for a need, you know, of trying to help people to implement BIM in a in a good way, and also as well, you know, helping the digital side, which for me the work process that's that's the key part, which most of you know people forget the importance of the process and the workflows. In, in BIM, in, in essentially, and I think, of course, technology can help. is is not the key, uh, but it's one of the one of the, the the elements that can make the difference as well. And that's why we're trying to automate as well solutions, you know, and uh, helping you know business to become more efficient, you know, which I think is critical, especially nowadays, which you know hard times are, are coming. And uh, yeah, I think the worst is to come. But when I'm not saying about the 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 coronavirus disease, what happens after? the recession part, you know, the economical uh, part. And that's what I think we need to, to well, that's the, the part is coming. Let's see, let's see what is coming because I, even yesterday I was having a chat with someone else as well from Brazil 
And uh, I think the world is a bit uh, unaware of really what is what's next. And uh, everyone is looking looking to COVID as 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 a, as a, as a disease was a virus, but the worst is the economical reaction that will come. And um, at this stage, we know the Western economies, they kind of, uh, you know, uh, delay this uh, recession with, uh, you know, financial, heavy financial support never seen. But anyway, let's not talk about maskings. We're talking about our team. <laughs> Better you need to control me, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, we are allowed to to talk about what we think. It's uh, it's going to have, of course, the impact on our industry as well. So yeah, it's not bad to talk about. Um, but um, tell me a little bit more about your company. Uh, oh, why yeah. did you start it? When did you start it? And uh, what are you doing with it? What it it is your company doing? When I started roots in 2020, so in 2017, you know, it was 2017, October 2017, I officially launched, of course, we started the preparation, or at least I say I, we start because I have someone who helped me, you know, getting the website and other things at that time. And uh, we start like uh, summer 2017, more or less in summer 2017. The idea, like I said, it was to really to focus on, uh, you know, uh, implementation, helping so many factors, creating some content, like the rabbit families, not the BIM object, I don't like the word BIM object because BIM is not an object or a model, it's a process. That's what I, I stress and that's one of the things I, I learned, you know, from my past experience. Um, and also the, the main major thing and definitely the major focus was the digital uh, digital part, uh, which we wanted to, to really to tackle and help business to automate, uh, you know, workflows, tasks, activities, whatever they have to do because there is a lot which can be automated and is a pain to do as, as a... As a, as a as a modeler or as a coordinator, and it can be definitely automated. I even just not checking from a modeling perspective, but also from a design perspective, the engineering side, there's a lot of things we can, can be done uh, with Revit or even outside Revit because the technology, you know, and customization is, is in my opinion, emergent market. is not market there yet, in fact. So it's not easy to get into this world. Uh, because the companies, they, um, they don't have the view uh, yet. You know, we are from a, a, a traditional uh, uh, industry yeah. and they don't see investing in technologies or getting, you know, lines of code or code software applications as a need. But the fact is, and if you look, and I did that as many times as an example, one of the biggest investments that Autodesk is doing right now is Autodesk Forge. And Autodesk Forge is a platform for developers. So uh, that is a big view. You know, the customization market is growing, definitely. But like I said, it's very tricky at the moment. Uh, it's not easy because a lot of companies are already doing quite well. But there's not a lot as well, sufficient, I think. But anyway, it's finding as well the midterm, which, you know, the on the other side, the people understand the costs. Because I, one of the things I tell you, Petro, and I can tell you from, from my perspective, is a lot of people under, undervalue the costs of development. <laughs> And they think it's like, you know, we in one, one week you, you finish the code. Yeah, yeah, you maybe you, you finish the pro proof of concept. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but that's, that's a longer conversation as well. And, but that's, that's a reality as well. Uh, unfortunately, people don't still see, you know, uh, the reality. Like to build a house, we know you have to do the project. You have to, you know, then construct, erect. And, you know, it is a, there is a steps, same for, 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 you know, when you're starting to develop, you have steps. Like you have to develop, you have to plan, develop, you know, test it, you know, you have to do a lot, a lot of things anyway. So, 
Yeah, but that's that's the focus definitely of the roots. Uh, we got uh, at the moment eight uh, rapid plugins uh, available to everyone, and I say available to everyone because they are free. I don't know if you know about that, Petra, but we all our tools that we have so far they they are free, and they're going to be free. Why is uh, that? Know... How do you make money if you do that? <laughs> Only from consulting? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a tricky question because everyone is very very curious, and definitely nobody understands, you know. About do or what we do or even our business model i have i have, I have i've seen comments of people coming to me contacting saying that i don't understand your business model you know and, and that's probably the, the most uh, interesting part about us is uh, we it's not about the business model of course we have a business model we understand what you're looking for and what we're trying to achieve but when i really start this, this journey and if you go back to the you know d roots what d roots means you know d stands for disruptive uh, and roots stands for roots. So we are disruptive roots and uh, we're here to disrupt the market and to be different. And that's, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to start uh, a new journey, you know, uh, you know, being like everyone else, you know, let's get some tools and then, you know, we give it for free for two, three, six months or, or one year. And then, then well, let's, 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 let's start, you know, let's, this, this was not me, you know, I've, I, um, I can tell as well, before that, you know, I'd done some research. Uh, I was looking for industry 4.0. And, um, and I, when I done my research, I, I studied the patterns, you know, what happens, the previous three revolutions. And I see a lot of things is coming up. And uh, even during my research, which is quite interesting, I found a lot of good people, when I say good people, working for big, big names, uh, saying, you know, that... Uh, I don't know what is coming next. You know, we can't even say what is coming. And um, and I read some stuff as well, which talks about this uh, social impact, economic impact, political impact. So we what we will expect to see is definitely is uh, we can't predict what we're going, is going to happen. But what I see, what I believe is going to we're going to live in a better world, in a fair world as well. Not now, of course. No, we can't see that in the next. Uh, you know, five to 10 years, but maybe in 15 years or 20 years, a few things will start to happen and definitely our world will change. But more than that, maybe our sons or our daughters, as see Petro, I think they will be, live in a very different world that we live today. So, uh, and the roots is a small vision of, of, of what is coming next, where I think, you know, cost of technology will drop. And uh, it's not just about selling, it's also to providing something for, for the community, for the society, because we're not here just to, just to make money. Definitely need to make money. Uh, and this is, is, this is one of the key uh, you know, factors. If you don't make money, you can't survive. Especially for us, we are growing as a business. Like, you know, we, I started alone with business, in fact, and now we are uh, 17 today. Wow. Today's date, so. That's quite big. Yeah, yeah, in less than three years, I, I tell you, Petro, is um, quite it's quite nice result, I will say, quite quite nice target. Uh, in fact, because you know, without investors, if you look, you only invest in technology, and you don't have investors, it's very very hard. But we made our path. We we building essentially, you know, a, a name and a brand, if you want to say that way, which people will, I want people to, to like it, to respect our work, admire. That's what we're looking for. And I believe in that. And, you know, I'm very, very glad many, many times when I receive comments, you know, publicly you know, on LinkedIn, for example, or even on other, other social networks, or even through message or, or, or emails, 
it's very nice to see the reaction of people, people that really appreciate, you know, our, our work, our tools. Because as remember, Petro, you know, not every company in the world, they will have the capability or capacity, the financial capacity to pay for tools. And uh, the market today is, is invaded of uh, tools, uh, low, low costs, but low, low quality as well. There's a lot, in fact, you know, we can see that. And uh, because a lot of people is trying to play with code, uh, even like I say to some people, it's just about playing. You need to understand the same thing. I can build a house, correct? I, of course I can build a house, but I'm not an architect or a structural engineer. So I will be able to make a house, you know, to sustain at least a few years. <laughs> but in the future, I can't guarantee that because I don't have the know-how, the technical knowledge, you know, to, to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's becoming, we, we, yeah, I think we need some, some kind of in the future not us, but the, the, you know, we need to somehow define some standards for code, you know, heavy standards for code, because otherwise it's going to, be, it's going to become a mess. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's interesting. If we go back a little bit uh, to, to the roots of this podcast now, how you said before uh, you, you named uh, BIM as a process, can you can you explain a little bit how do you understand BIM and what is BIM with your words? Uh, regarding to regarding to BIM, Petro, is the what I learned. You know, the two key words I learned. You know, in, in during during my masters, is BIM is about you know collaboration and communication. I even like to say you know the three C's, which is collaboration, communication, and coordination. You need to have these, and you know, it doesn't really matter the the, the in my opinion which tool they use. You use Revit, you use Archicad, or you use uh, anything from Venti. I don't know. I think mean, there's not a point to mention names here. It's not about that. Definitely, it's about the process. How are we going to deliver? Because at the end, you know, what we're looking for in, in a BIM process is to organize our data, you know, organize our information. We even have non graphical, no, no, is a non graphical data, graphical data. But that's is about organizing and deliver this. But I think we honestly, if you ask me, Petra, about uh, uh, we still far away of really achieving something really, you know, very good. I think we are uh, average now in terms of what we're developing and the process we try to classify. But for example, having all these, you know, processes in place and these uh, naming conventions, these rules, that is going to be uh, uh, is going to make a big difference, you know, into you know digital automation. Because many people don't understand, but you only can automate what is process-based, what is rule-based. And this is one of the key fundamentals for you know, creating solutions, digital solutions. And uh, uh, if we can't control the parameters, the fields, you see, the attributes, is uh, we, can't, you know, we can't code. Uh, and this is very important. And you will open doors. But I think we're still far away and, uh, to achieving you know, a great uh, BIM process. But definitely... BIM for me is about, you know, cooperation and communication. And if you can add the coordination part, uh, which is, is also is, is important. Because if you look and if you ask them for examples, of course, you know, through, through models and we can, we can collaborate and communicate much better, even coordinate, uh, because we can see things in a different way. But also it's about the, 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 the naming convention, which in the UK, for example, on level Level one, it was very important that naming convention, the you know the the old BS uh, uh, standard that they have, eleven ninety two to define the naming convention. So every time you go to a project, you for example you know exactly 
you know, what kind of document are you reading, you know, just for the name. So this is about codification. And that's one of the things I don't still see a lot in, even now because we, we, we provide a lot of support to, to, to our plugins and uh, we got, uh, you know, sometimes access to, to models for testing purpose and to, to check some of the bugs. And we, I don't see that happening. And it's very wild at the moment. And uh, I think we're still failing, you know, in the many aspects, uh, my opinion. And I, and I see that because I see also a lot of people sharing samples on, on LinkedIn about what they do. And I, I like to look to the drawings, you know, and I don't see sometimes many conversions in drawings at all, in a way, and uh, it's very wild. And that's, the, that's one of the basic things anyway, for example, on a, on a BIM process, and uh, which people still fail. And also about the data, the naming convention, there's no organization in terms of naming, it's always messy. I'm not saying, you know, the problems we do as well, we've done in the past, they were perfect, you know, but I think as a, as a, as a global society, we're still far away from, you know, achieving what we should be achieving. But that is a controversial uh, conversation as well. This is my opinion. And uh... <laughs> no, I can I can definitely second you to that. Uh, we like to come up uh, or out in the in social media with the best examples and without naming the challenges uh, we had to get there. And sometimes people don't mention uh, the the things that are even if they are looking nice maybe they are not working as it supposed to be or yeah. the process to achieve that wasn't the wanted one right so i still i still think we we are uh, uh, blowing this a little bit out of proportion and that's why i think we need more honest and open discussions uh, to 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 try to grow together and uh, yeah we yeah. need to be transparent as well uh, if we go to, you said something important uh, regarding cooperation, communication. Things that you cannot achieve BIM without cooperation. And uh, why do you, do you think uh, our situation today is not good enough? Uh, wha what are the biggest challenges to, to get our cooperation and communication to the next level. Yeah, well, you know, the easiest there is the easiest answer for that, to be frank, but not not the easiest implementation, in fact. So, you know, one of the things I also unlearn and is the as, as an example is what they mentioned the IPD, the integrate project delivery, which by the way, a lot of people use that word uh, with that term without any any context at all. I haven't seen this many many times. And uh, and this is a is a, is, a, is a project delivery system is a contractual part of of of, uh, of uh, any project in fact anyway which is doesn't need to be been but what in IPD for example what uh, what uh, they are two factors and one of them I think is very important is they they don't want them to see any kind of blame culture and that's the problem we have uh, in our industry is a lot of blame culture trying to find ways to to get the extra that we need you know and uh, you know, that's, that's the way we play, you know, uh, because if you look into the process in our industry, you know, normally uh, people get the contract because, hey, they are the lowest speed. Exceptionally, you not, uh, they, they, they take you not being the lowest speed because you have a name and have, uh, uh, you have something else that they want from you. But uh, yeah. we're working in a situation that's always the lowest speed. 
in uh, in the IPD, for example, you know, there is no there is no blame culture. There is not acceptable, and the profits are shared between all the suppliers and all the, the team, which is something we don't see it happening. And uh, there are some trials. They made some trials in the past uh, all around the world, and it worked. But anyway, is that? But I think definitely is a contractual side. The you know, what I think you know needs to be kind of polished. Because that's you know that's what is going to 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 destroy us, and of course you know having some kind of higher level of uh, standards, which technically instead of pushing for uh, national standards, we should be pushing for global standards, uh, which is very tricky now because before we could see the the world becoming global, a global society. Now with the with this uh, situation, uh, things are moving back again a little bit back to 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 the countries and become a bit more national. But I believe, you know, one day, and this is one of my biggest um, dreams I would like to see, uh, not because I'm going to do anything, but uh, I would like to see a national, you know, international kind of standards. No, forget about BIM, it's about construction and design. Is that, that's what we're looking for. Uh, BIM is, is something that, is, in my opinion, is going to become as well. You'll will be overcome sooner or later, because now the, 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 the you know, what people should be focused in my also, opinion is uh, in, in new technologies like the you know digital twins uh, or Internet uh, of Things, all this uh, computational design, you know all of this stuff that is coming and emerging right now. That's the new thing. Beam for me is a, is a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a process which I understand and I I I I, I don't see any problem and I I, I can really adapt to it. Uh, there will be always you know. Uh, different contracts and with different requirements but that's it that's, that's the way we have to work uh, definitely we have to be cautious of working as a team and working as a team is just to make difference that's what i you know one of the things remember at least i said to you i really like to work at mods because we have a huge project at that time and it was uh, it was abroad it was in malaysia we had we i think we had a team our team that time was 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 split between kuala lumpur singapore we had people in, in Scotland, in in, uh, in Glasgow, and now we have some people in Croydon, South South um, South London. So definitely was a great uh, collaboration team. You see, that's that's why I yeah. really, I really enjoy. And even we have some issues in the beginning, <laughs> like any other team. But we managed to to understand that everyone there was you know fighting, you know, or at least trying to achieve the same, which is the best. And definitely made the. We have a huge project, and also we save a lot on that project. The traditional 2D way will be uh, not a good project <laughs> because we detected a few things from initial designs were made in 2D, and then oh, oh, it doesn't work like this way. So we have to change it a little bit. But definitely, is that is that is that the spirit we need to build up? I think the only way is a contractual side, and what the IPD defends itself. But I don't know if we're going to get there one day at least soon. Um, there is a lot, even in the UK, that we're talking about the contractual side. They have done some trials as well. But honestly, uh, Petra, I will tell you something. I'm moving away from beef standards now at this stage. I, I got to find I mean, my new target, which is helping people and the, you know, the living tools. That's what I like. That's what makes me you know, you know, love what I do today. And uh, yeah, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want the problems with projects. I tell you, <laughs> okay. I got I got a bit. You know, if you ask me why you say you moved to that field, because I got a bit stressed with the, you know, with the, the you know the culture we have in our you know in the construction, is uh, 
sometimes it doesn't look like you have people to help you have people to make your life harder so uh, yeah and, yeah i guess that is that is happening overall but yeah it's uh it's high stakes and um it's stressful of course it's stressful yeah 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 that's why i like software you know not be careful because even when people think software software is a, is a big is a big thing and uh, it's more complex than people think i think it's more complex than construction in fact <laughs> yeah it's not it software is not easy don't uh, let's don't make that mistake yeah no. uh, but yeah if uh, it has also something to do with like if you like it more you will feel it easier as well so it's very this is very important as well and what a nice part regarding the software is that the rules are respected there when you write software you set some rules that are going to be respected right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to create the rules you have to find algorithms algorithms they were working in different batches but and that's that's a tricky part that's a tr even even software i think a lot of people are underestimating software because uh, the mathematical background is very, very important in software. And, uh, you know, not, uh, yeah, that's one of the things I found out as well through my journey, you know, through my yeah. journey. And even now, for example, we got mathematician working with us. <laughs> we have to bring one because they are tricky parts and we identify that. And, wow. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you find as well, uh, there, there are very, very, very many good resources online as well if you want to learn like Khan Academy, and the, you can find many, many resources for math, actually. Yeah, you know, definitely. They definitely have a lot of, you know, that's a good, the power of the, of the, of the web is, uh, the, yeah. you know. And open source, and open source. Yeah. Even open source, a lot of stuff open source, but the, the hardest part is they're never going to be open source anyway. And uh, Yeah, but, but no, Khan Academy, I think it's open source. It's free. You don't need to pay for it. No, 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 there's a lot, of, a lot of open source and a lot of even course you can do for free, you know, yeah, nowadays. Yeah. And even we, you know, we, we have a Dynamo course, which is quite popular, which is free as well. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So we give yeah. a lot of stuff for free, in fact, anyway. And, uh, you know, there is a lot of resource, a lot of, um, you know, good stuff outside. But it's also about the resource, about understanding what you, you, you're going to tackle. And uh, that's the problem, your capacity to understand. But anyway, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different subject. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes also a little bit more time and you don't get so much support. So it's a choice. If you have more time, you can put more time into research for resources, try different ones and see what, uh, what can help you to learn more. I have more questions regarding IPDs. Let's start with uh, what is an IPD for uh, who is listening and doesn't know what it is. Oh, that's, that's, that's a tricky question because, you know, I don't that, you know, read that, you know, a few years back. And definitely, I can't, I'm not the best person to give you a definition, honestly. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I, I studied that. I even, one of the modules I did at that time for, for my master's was the IPD. Uh, they have one, but I'm not the best person to define, you know, honestly. So I will not like to, to touch that subject. But is not is not uh, like I mean like uh, what uh, does this uh, acronym means? Is not integrated project delivery? Yeah, that's that's it. And, and I mentioned that uh, as well in the call. Oh, yeah. IPD okay. stands for you know integrated project delivery. And integrated project delivery is a, is, a, is a project system. Is a product delivery system, which has the contractual background as well. And uh, at that time, for so my times, so I was studying, and we have that module based in IPD, which. He tried to explain why IPD could be a different change, 
and we understand definitely you know if you look into why ipd is about the the change and is the cultural change we have to make it happen in in the construction yeah but like i said this is a very controversial point you know because you have to share like profits which many companies that will not um, take that as, as a serious you have to bring on board all the people from the beginning of the project so uh, uh, which is becoming costly somehow uh, of course you can bring you don't need to bring the whole team but that's even to integrate ipd you, i think you need to 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 look how to make this successfully happen and if they don't that they don't that anyway they have some they are some cases of success ipd comes from from the us in fact and they've been, but they, they use it as well uh, globally so far, uh, I understand. But it's a different uh, way to, to work and to approach the project because normally we do design and build contracts or design, bid and build. There are a lot of, lot of systems as well, which I like design and build, by the way, as an example, with a joint venture many, many times, which someone designed and the one delivers. And, uh, but it's, it depends on, on the terms. But I don't really like to talk, uh, talk about contractual sides. But I think if you ask me to identify the issue, that if the issue is about you know risk litigations, that's what you know people move away, and that is a, a, a something is going to be there because of the way you we have defined this contractual part. I'm not the best person to talk about that, but I, I'm I think I have the, you know you know sufficient force to acknowledge that, that is is one of the big challenges we have in the, our industry, and why probably we are not so much productive because we spend so much so much time. Arguing and discussing, you know, other you know, other things, and trying to defend our position. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. this is a cultural thing. I don't think we're going to change it that quickly, and um, it will take it will take years. And if if they manage to fix that, but this this is one of the challenges of BIM level three as well uh, in the UK, and that's why the you know the the the, the targets are dates are, are, are high. Let's see how they're going to tackle that, and maybe the the, the world will come up, you know, with something. But like I said, yeah. I don't. I hate the contractual parts. <laughs> yeah, I I don't work too much with that either. But uh, it's uh, like I I started to learn more since the po- since I started the podcast because actually actually is important, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's difficult to to make people collaborate if you don't have good rules. You don't have collaboration rules, right? And sometimes you can have this through this. And if you don't have cooperation and collaboration, then you don't have anything. Yeah, like you have the the old way, old yeah, good yeah. way. You know, one of the things I noticed as well, Petro, is you know nobody likes to be pointed out. You know, you have done this mistake. There's a modeling mistake there. There's another another type of mistake. Nobody likes to be pointed out mistakes. We you know, making, you know, oh, not, not even mistakes is, you know, many times the models we are working, they are working progress. So they're never going to be perfect, perfect at the time where you are, you know, exchanging the model. So yeah. it's just like acknowledging. And I think it that easy. I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, you know, worried about that. But definitely some people, because I've been working in the industry for a while, and every time I don't, you know, took the role of information manager or, being manager of the project here as a global or as a, as a global project it's, people see us as, as, as a uh, as a target yeah. <laughs> i don't know why it's just a, it's a cultural thing we are afraid to be point out and we're afraid to i don't know just we need to take this easy you know we 
there are issues, there will be modeling issues, like even say, you know, because I, I come from an MEP background, all right? You know, I, I worked hard on the MEP side. And for us, you know, having clashes, having issues, you know, modeling issues or coordination issues, it was something, you know, constant. We live with that, you know, we, because the MEP coordination part is probably, you know, in my humble opinion, from what I see from, you know, structures and architecture, the offense to anyone, but it's the most complex part, you know, especially if you are working in a, in a building or in a, you know, a new facility that there's no space for nothing, <laughs> you know, and the service they have requirements in is very, very complex. And that's why I, I ignore, but I believe I, you know, when I done the role, you have some issues here, people become very defensive. We should be just taking, you know, it's just a, it's just a rec recording. We are recording just the, the class. So we know it's not, it's not, yeah. Telling you, oh, we have to fix. Yeah, yes, yes, you have to fix that. But you know, takes you know, you have the time anyway. Just us, honestly, you, we humans, you make our life harder. <laughs> yeah, but this is more prevalent in our industry, actually. Uh, it's a little bit more special uh, because, uh, like you said, we are afraid to uh, to be to be put out uh, to be vulnerable because we. We are not very used, actually, to to cooperate so much. Like we don't see a project as a like the the uh, the other all the involved parts in a project as a team members. We see them as maybe as people that we we need to spar with, or like it's it's natural to like we we must be right when we discuss with everybody. Like we must be right, right? Yeah. So. You can't be right all the time, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And but this is like from the start. If you start with that mentality, of course you it's you cannot do differently. You need to adhere to that until the project is done. And this is the situation. That's why the, the cooperation is very important. And yeah. I don't know, maybe IPDs are not the perfect solution. I don't know, but maybe there 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 is something else. I don't know, but yeah. like we need to cooperate and uh, like like the silos, you know, because yeah, this yeah. is the problem. There, there are the walls are too big and too thick, and we, uh, in a way or another, we must uh, destroy them, get them down, and be able to 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 work together. Yeah, but like I said, the contractual side is really either probably the hardest part. I think our our because the way we we work together. And even if you're comparing manufacturing, it could be also very, very complex. Yeah. And recently we, we were involved in defining, you know, some, um, some uh, helping them to define some of the BIM process and integrating with PLM as well, the broad lifecycle management. And even the manufacturer, they have a lot of uh, subcontractors, you know, working together. But uh, most of them, they are in-house anyway. They, but they have also a lot of challenges. And they have one thing that we don't have is precision. If they have a very high level of precision to be in construction, we don't need that, you know, because you're in building, you know, whatever, you know, a millimeter or half a millimeter can make the impact. You know, you see to, to the to the manufacturing, whatever, you know, what equipment, what whatever you want to do or even whatever. Um, so, uh, but it's different, but they have that and they're much more uh, away because they don't have all these contractual side, heavy contractual side on the background, you know, on the backbone, let's say, of, of, of the project of the, you know, whatever they're going to develop. Uh, I say project, it could be, you know, equipment, it could be a, a construction building and whatever. It's just the, definitely the contractor side is our, uh, you know, bad, 
path, uh, and definitely that influence in a negative way all the which is required as well because we have to put limits. But anyway, I think he's, yeah, I think we need to learn, but it's not up to me that we have a lot of people specialize in that field. And uh, we even in the UK, they have quite a good names on the, you know, regarding to the contractual side of, of the, the BIM uh, process. Uh, they have quite good and uh, uh, they can talk about that a lot if you want to find. I can give you a couple of names. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I can give you at the end, definitely. They're quite good people here talking and talking about this for, for years. Yeah, but anyway, so that's something I can definitely do it. And um, and that's one of the things as well. I got frustrated as well in terms yeah. of working in projects. And I like just to help, you know, for me it's about is having, you know, having having fun, you know, having fun. You know, if you don't have fun, you don't want to work next day. So that's the most important thing. And that's what, you know, for example, we, we focus now mainly of course, we do some modeling, in fact, as well. Uh, but unless the one of the ways we sustain the business, in fact, uh, don't know if you are aware as well, but we we are doing some kind of um, R&D in the point cloud area, and uh, we pushing hard. I know not one of the ways to kind of sponsor this project is getting these point cloud conversions, you know, to, to Revit. But what we're trying to do is trying to automate this process step by step. It's a very long way. And uh, we, uh, because we are building, you know, a super algorithm, let's say that way, uh, is a combination of several, uh, what we are uh, testing and, uh, you know, trying to, to get, you know, the, the best predictable results. So we're trying to get that and involved as well machine learning and uh, which is quite interesting. And next step is going to be deep learning, which is going to be very costly. <laughs> That's the problem when we're touching AI, you know, it, is the cost of the process, you know, develop the process, but definitely is one of the things, for example, we want to, we want to, to automate, um, because it's one of the pain tasks to do, you know, point out conversions as a, as a modeler. I haven't done it, but I've seen it before. It's quite, quite pain, and it's just a boring job, you know, you have to follow a line, the line, the line. So we're trying to automate that process as well, which is quite interesting, I would say. And maybe, maybe soon we got some results, uh, very nice results, especially in the walls, which we, we define for the phase number one. So let's see, let's see. Yeah. I will uh, nag you uh, with uh, with IPDs, but I was just uh, curious about if there are use, are, they, are this type of type of contract used in uh, the United Kingdom? We, they have, they have, uh, as far as I'm, I am aware, not by title, but they have used um, they have used IPI integrated project uh, project insurance, and they've done this and they test this uh, in a, a project here in the UK. I don't know the results. I really stopped uh, following these. That was a few years back as well, and there was like a pilot project, you know, for studying these, uh, you know, new new integrations uh, from a contractor perspective. But I don't know the results. I really don't. Okay. Like you, I'm not the best person to talk about uh, uh, these subjects. I'm not That's following fine. up uh, the contractual side. But I, you know, from my from my experience in from you know I learned at the university, this is a key point, and they are right because of you know we are very defensive, you know, in the industry and need to be more flexible. But that's the nature as well of our contract as well. So, which is yeah something else that somebody needs to tackle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, regarding globalization, uh, you said that. Uh, that you would like someday to have some international standards, right? Uh, isn't building smart doing anything regarding this? 
they are trying they're trying to do something definitely uh, and i appreciate the work they're doing but uh, i think they're still far away you know that's the point anyway well, i think uh, yeah key points which nobody's touching them uh, maybe they are building the foundations of something and um but i don't see it the petrol anyway you know maybe maybe there's a roadmap which i'm not aware a uh, longer one uh, which they probably people will talk but definitely they're doing you know everyone is doing a good job but uh, it's just uh, i i will prioritize other things but uh, one of the things i really don't like is being politicians so i <laughs> <laughs> i'm not being pol- you know politician and i say that because but i have many years in the industry you know i i hear i know a few things and uh, you know i don't like to talk about you know politicians anyway and uh, anything with politics and there's a lot of politics all of us everywhere you know in the in the globe and uh, and that's it that's a fact anyway we can't hide and um yeah, yeah. and that's that's it anyway i'm very honest that's tc i'm very honest in what i say and, 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 and i know i do but definitely you know i'll i'll tell you one thing i think i i saw a lot of people and i know some people they are part of these these groups and believe me some of them are there because for other reasons not for the good reasons and uh, until we're still playing, you know, these these role in the globe, we're never going to get, you know, as fast as we should, uh, because we're not we're not being driven by, uh, you know, general uh, interest, but by personal interest sometimes. And that's my humble view on this one. But this is why I don't like to talk into contract politicians anyway. I have a very strong uh, opinion on that. And um, yeah, and I, I even don't want to get involved on that. I've been involved. With, a few years back in these things, I get got, got honestly, this is not my world. Yeah. <laughs> I like to, I like to build, I like to, to, to do great, great things, etc. And I like to help people, you know, and that's what I, I like to, don't like, uh, you know, the other side. Yeah, that's good. That's good. People need good things, inspiring things, is by inspiring products that can help us yeah. get us to the next level, right? Um, Okay, uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, machine learning and AI. I I read two days ago, I think you published your first article regarding artificial intelligence. Yeah, we, we did uh, uh, we did uh, publish, you know, our first article. We're going to publish a few more in the future. We are now planning to do three more uh, articles focused just in machine learning. Machine learning is one of the biggest, you know, uh, you know fields of AI, uh, which but some people don't understand deep learning is part of machine learning as well. So we have, we're going to tackle that. Uh, the reason as well is because I think there's a lot of mis- misunderstood as well. And we want to kind of help, you know, like I said, it's our, our again, contribution, you know, for the, you know, uh, for the society to make them to understand. I also explain the complexity because, you know, machine learning comes with the complexity and uh, we see a lot of people now, you know, trying out, you know, learning Python because then moving into machine learning and another language, and or not other language, another framework. Sorry, uh, but that is is not for everyone. That's one of the things I learned, Petro. You know, you know, machine learning is not for everyone. You, if you don't have a strong mathematical background, you're never going to understand, you know, the you know the logic, and you're never going to adapt these. And that's what the things we're trying to. To demystify as well, and also learning, explaining the concepts, even a bit more from a, a practical and theory view as well. We're trying to help, you know, uh, to the industry to understand because there's a lot of there's a lot of people claiming, you know, they're using AI, blah blah blah. blah but you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I have I can't see, you know, any 
any proof of that or any, even any principles of uh, how they're using these because it's very easy to make claims. So again, our our articles is to help. You know, we're trying to write some you know good articles. It will take time. The next article we're trying to do now, we we will take two weeks to develop. You know, to, to write the full article. And he's a team. He's not just me. And uh, he's a team involved. Uh, a team that uh, understands maps. A team that understands these 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 subjects. So we are trying to push. And it's like I said, it's a small contribution as well. It's a free article we're going to do. And uh, yeah, apparently there's a lot of lot of engagement as well. People interested to, to to read the next next articles. Let's see. But that's it anyway. And also, of course, one of the things we're trying to do, in fact, and uh, is we're trying to to get us into into this this field and to show as well some of some of the capabilities we have in house, which we can help you know business in a part of our and part as well. You know, to try to define, you know, finding, identify solutions for the, some of the the big problems. Of course, is is a way also to promote our our service that is coming up as well, which we are investing now, and we're making our team stronger. But that's 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 the main main two reasons behind these uh, these articles. But and of course, trying to demystify because it's very also tricky to implement sometimes you know any kind of ai in the industry that is not organized or structured yeah of course <laughs> you remember in our conversation it is it is because you know finding you know good data sets because the way we're going to do supervise unsupervised is, is a lot of work and it's a lot of it's painful anyway when i say painful it's time consuming i would say uh steps I even like I said, you know, uh, sorry we're talking about that, but uh, the point cloud project we we're talking, we started in December last year, and uh, we have to restart again, you know, at some points because we were not going in the right direction and we uh, we're not getting the results we're looking for. It's very very tricky. Thousand the work, the conversions because we do first in Python in some cases we have to convert them to C plus plus because they got these are a lot of complexity uh, on the background but we we're definitely moving and uh, especially of course if you're a big company we have more resources and more you know more resources let's say that way that will be make it the life easier but not at, at this stage but not at this stage is there any other uh, technology aside of uh, machine learning and ai that uh, you think it's exciting and has potential to help or maybe disrupt our industry yeah, that, you know, deep learning is also another great, uh, you know, field. But uh, that's what I think is going to be. We we starting soon. We starting now, but not officially. Uh, when I say we're not, we're just doing the the theory part uh, at the moment, the research part. You know, understanding which kind of um, because there's a lot of papers, you know, written on this, and we are we doing the research part. And um, but deep learning is going to be very costly. And that's what people don't understand. Even I was, I think yesterday I was reading an article about uh, some researchers from MIT saying how much cost is this, can be deep learning. And how else we are, we are achieving limits, which means that we need to improve our you know, algorithms that we have created you know, to make them more efficient. Or, or maybe we have, to, you know, we have to find new ways because you know, using deep learning and all these you know, technologies, we are using a lot of resources in the, in the, in the, in the in the cloud so it means we're using data centers and data centers are you know they are a great thing but definitely they have an impact 
in terms of uh, you know environment impact yeah. very bad sure. <laughs> as people some people understand that so we have to make it definitely you know our technology much more efficient of yeah. course well, one day we, we we come up with a quantum computing that will be a different uh, will be a game changer it will be a game changer uh, and there are some great uh, advancements on that but make these commercials well it will take how long i don't know how many years but definitely when we achieve quantum computing that will be the the greatest way to save a lot of resources in data centers and becoming more efficient but in terms of technologies definitely digital twins you know iot because you can't talk about uh, uh, digital physics without iot uh, big data is a big thing i will even say you know even computational design, you know, generative design, they come all together. And even generative design, they have some component of AI. In fact, anyway, we look into optimizations and uh, we can look uh, to generative design as an AI, a branch, one of the branch of AI. In fact, so there's a lot of things we should be looking for. But, uh, and we, 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 we definitely, for example, in-house, we've done uh, some computational design. We will go far away, uh, far away from computational design. When I say that, we're not because computational design we're all doing anyway. Even when you do a, you know, a, a rabbit plugin, we do it as well. You can do it. So, by using Dynamo tools or or grasshoppers, we are moving away from uh, from that field at this yeah. stage, and uh, we focus more into you know proper C sharp code, uh, not Python. And um, but that's. I think you know if you uh, for anyone that wants to start at this stage, uh, I think definitely you know computational design, playing with uh, with Dynamo and Grasshoppers is a great tool. Is they are great tools. Uh, I, I like to I like to call them toys because I see I, I see them as a starting point, and that's why. And uh, they're very good. The visual graphic so easy to understand. Also, many many times the door for uh, uh, people to start coding with Python, which Python is probably one of the easiest uh, language to learn as well. So that's why I say it's a, it's a good starting point. Uh, and also, a lot of people use it as well nowadays. And uh, not saying it's the most efficient process because one of the things we are observing, uh, in fact, is a big big change. People are coming from Python or people that invest a lot in Dynamo. They're now taking the best scripts and try, trying to create the Revit uh, C-sharp part. You know, instead upgrading, upgrading these to Revit plugins, uh, custom Revit plugins, because they know the downsides of having a lot of Dynamo scripts and maintaining these uh, high number of Dynamo scripts is a huge task and very, very expensive. And when you work in a company, unless you have someone just fully, fully, you know, dedicated to these, which again happens in your doors, why are we going to have someone just dedicated to these uh, one day? Other, other ways as well, because they're not also friendly, not everyone uses it. And yeah, a lot of questions, but that's definitely is a good way to start. And um, definitely, I think, for example, more than being now, I will definitely recommend people to study you know, computational design courses, uh, because this is the way you can probably open the mind as well to what is coming next, to think out of the box, you see, it will ex exercise your mind as well to, to think differently. So, and try to automate, because what we have as well in our industry, we have a lot of people that um, they um, they got used to, to do one, work one way, only one way, yeah. and they fall half-half. And, um, 
I think these exercise of open new fields in your mind, say, oh, I can automate, or I can think differently. That could be a good exercise. It will not work for everyone, definitely. We know, we know why, and let's, let's not discuss that. But, um, but definitely is, is, a good, is a good step. And that's the step I recommend to, to many other people that contact me, approach me directly, say, hi, Jose, I want to do a master's in BIM, which university are you going to recommend to me? I said, I will not recommend it. I've been coursing at this stage. Do some course as well. Do like a you know, certification to understand BIM as a process, you know. But don't waste two years of your time or even two and a half because I waste two and a half years of my time. I was doing this distance learning course. Uh, doing just a BIM, BIM course anyway. And uh, because there are a lot of good resources and, you know, and I, at some point I think someone will come up as well with a, you know, a very smart website with just all the sources you need to know to focus this model. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. And then if you Maybe you, I will have. Maybe I will yeah. have a list. Yeah, exactly. And at the end, we offer a certificate where they do like something, you know, easy anyway. Let's, let's move on. And... Uh, I like this and focus something which is definitely kind of a, a new way of thinking, a new way of working. And um, one of the things I say to people, and um, I even said before when I left the VSPs, you know, the new, the new, the new engineers, they must come with, you know, with coding, coding knowledge. Yeah, it's a, becomes a requirement, right? It's like, a, like, a, yeah, a skill. Yeah. Like, like, like you know, and that's what I think. You know, people should be focused, and they are quite. They have not a lot of courses at the moment. In fact, in computational design, generative design, all this stuff. But that's where I will focus, and I will recommend people to go. I don't know what you think, Petra, but definitely that's what I see. No, I completely agree. I see. I see. Uh, let's start with what is the simplest. I see learning Python like uh, a skill like you need to learn English if you want to work yeah. uh, internationally or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I. I I'm, I completely agree with this. Uh, but uh, computational design, what you mean, is there any difference between computational design and parametric design? Well, parametric design, uh, well, I, you see, that's, I, definitely for the experts, there will be, you know, definitely difference and they can do, you know, parametric design, computational design, generative design, they, all, they will say they are different. And they have, they have definitely different. But computational design and generative design for me, they could even, they're not integrated, but they are integrated because, for example, if you want to do generative design, you need these tools that you use for computational design. <laughs> that's a key point. Anyway, that's, that's, we can't hide it from anyone, Petro. Uh, so uh, that's, that's, that's the fact. You know, parametric design, parametric design is we've been doing this for, for, for a while. And even if you go back, I think it was digital projects, probably even before. You know that it was from Gary Technologies. They have this great tool, which you could build models from a, a spreadsheet. So, and you changing the spreadsheet, it will change. You know, it, it will change your model. You are, are you from an architectural background, Petra? I don't know. Sorry. No, are I'm you, a civil engineer. Civil engineer. You know, they it was this tool, which now is part of Streamble. I think if I'm not, I don't know what happened to that tool, by the way. But Wait, what was, tool? What tool did you say? Digital digital projects. No, I don't. I did not hear about. No, it. that was from Gay Technologies, you know, the famous architect, and uh, they 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 got sold. Uh, well, the well, Trimble bought them, you know, um, uh, few years back, and uh, I um, don't know, but that was a great tool, which it was really you know famous for their parametric design, you know, capabilities, and even we can do parametric design in private. But for me, you know, I I put all together. I think it's just design and it's advanced design. Yeah. And or I even I like to call advanced computational design, 
which I technically like to englobe all of them. Even I see, uh, you know, uh, generative design as a branch of computational design. When I see because I think the sequence of the evolution, definitely, like I said, uh, uh, you know, they they are definitions are definitely good definitions for that and why people split. But I see all integrated. I can see all, and that's what I call, you know, people looking forward to do something. Let's just study or advanced computational design, which you will explore the optimization part, the generative design, the parametric part. You know, and then you know all the other solutions we can be automated, and there are some emerging forces at the moment. I don't know many. I know at least two. One I know is from Cardiff, uh, Cardiff University, focusing architecture, but uh, definitely. Uh, and there is second one. I can't remember where. I am not good with names. <laughs> I always forget names, so that's why I don't know definitions. I always forget definitions. <laughs> you are not the only one. Uh, so uh, we 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 agree that uh, like learning Python, it's a it's a vital skill for everybody who wants to evolve in our industry. And not only that, I really think that this this will definitely help with advancement of BIM as well and with BIM adoption. Yeah. Like we will make us more productive. Will make us try to think more about how we do things. Right? Are there any other things that you would recommend? to people who want to to be a part of the change? You need to always be, as, as, a, as a, I'm, I'm going to say this, it's about the person as well. It's about sometimes it's about the, the, the skills, the technology or, you know, the software you, you can learn, the language you're going to learn. It's just about the, you. Definitely it's about if you are passionate about what you do, you need me that is something amazing and uh, that will take you far away. It will take you far away. Uh, try to find what you definitely you like. You know, don't try to force you as well, Petri. Uh, you know, I don't know if you, if you don't like coding, don't force coding anyway. You don't have to be good. You need to find first of all where you think you can be good. Where if you if you can connect, if you can't connect with certain fields, you know, don't try. You know, try to find what is your your field. What are you going to be ace? If you is about process defining process, you know. And workflows, you know, go for it. You know, if you if you think if he's, you know, definitely Python, you know, or other language, you know, go for it because you know you can be very very good on that. But remember again, you have to relearn a lot of things, you know, doing these steps as well. And it's just not about the putting lines of code together. Um, but I will definitely, you know, looking forward, you know, to 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 this kind of innovation courses that are out there, you know, to think out of the box. And uh, you know, becoming like in, even when you we talk about in, being entrepreneur, but it is a lot of course that they teach you skills to think out of the box. That's the most important. And because sometimes we we remember when we talk about not everyone can can understand this kind of technology of being adapted, but it's because they they for many many years they were you know they have a path and that's the path they took it. They never took a, a left or right. It's just to go straight. It's about you know finding your 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 space, and that's what I, I did. You know, with me, my example was like definitely you know I wanted to do. I saw the impact of automation, and uh, and I I start to to have my my passion and my curiosity for that, and, uh, and that's why you know I I kind of you know create the roots, and the roots becomes like what we have today, and. Uh, yeah, and it's focused on that. But it was not easy, easy journey. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. 
is never easy journey. And in fact, I, I even say many times, I look at back in the first six months of my, uh, my journey, I said many times, what I'm doing here? I should go back, you know, to... Um, to certainty. To certainty, to yeah. your comfort zone. I know how it exactly. is. Exactly. I know. And, uh, and it was, uh, but definitely it was a rewarding experience. And um, I tell you, and uh, some people uh, say to me, and uh, they, 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 the, the people that are very close to me, they say, they, they say it back, and it's true. For the first time, I'm really happy. You know, that's a good thing. I, I find happiness and, uh, in what I'm doing. And uh, like I said to you, Petrino, why people you know, don't understand my business model, it's not about understanding. It's just make me happy, and uh, I'm, I'm a happy guy. And we deliver, and uh, we inspire people. And uh, we even help people. That's what the, that's what it matters for us. See, that's that's my path. It's a bit. Different. I completely understand that. Like for me, making this podcast makes me so happy. Yeah. Because I learn so much about it, about all these things, and I can share that. This is invaluable for me. No, I agree. I agree because you are talking all, all the time with different people, with different uh, mindsets, and uh, even you know, we, you sometimes you can, I can compare this to this, but or even say they are very. But you will find people completely different with different views and different opinions, and they see the world a different way. And that's what we are, you know, we, we, I think as humans, we can be special because everyone can create their own world or create the, have a view of their world. Yeah. And that's what you have the opportunity to share that moment. And if you really can explore that part, you know, you can have nice conversations. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I see your point. <laughs> yep. Uh... Can you give us some resources for someone who's interested to learn, let's say, uh, Dynamo or Grasshopper, like basic things that, let's say, for a 3D modeler or someone who wants to try different things and do... I tell you, you know, from my experience, definitely, you know, there are a lot, lot, lot of days, you know, a lot of sources, you know, that's what I'm trying to say to you. Uh, we got uh, Courseware, we got you, you did me, you got EDX. EDX, EDX yeah. 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 Uh, there are so many, many things out, out there. And YouTube. Another one. In, in, well, well, fantastic YouTube. I, well, I don't say that because that one everyone knows. You have uh, a YouTube. course on YouTube. Definitely, we do have a course in, 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 in YouTube. We, we, it's, we, it's free to, to, to post, to publish the course that so we do. That definitely great sources YouTube. Be careful as well. There's a lot of less of problem when we live in, in the... In a world of, uh, we have a lot of data, a lot of information. We have also to know how to, to filter and find, you know, the best, best, uh, best tools. Um, we need to, to look into that. That's why I said some courses are good, but be careful, I wouldn't use that part anyway. And not say because, you know, good anyway. It's just, uh, they got, I know, they, I don't know, I like more um, wild a wild course then uh, i like a structured organized course but a uh, while it goes into the logic in even one one of the things i can say to anyone is when you're trying to find a course try to find a course that somehow explains the logic if it doesn't explain the logic just so do how to do a to b c d but i'm out of that course definitely why because you're never going to understand yeah, it's just instru instructions. Exactly, you, you, which you learn. You learn as well that way, but it's the hardest, it's the hardest way because you just follow steps, you know, how to build, the, you know, like a Lego. You just know how to build these expectations. Yeah. You're never going to understand because that's what I say people, 
when you try, you learn new tools, always look to the logic, you know, look to the logic, understand the logic, because life is about logic. Everything in life has logic. And if you understand the logic, you know, believe me, you will understand a lot of things. Yeah. And whenever you understand logic, you're ready to become an expert. You know, you need to become very, very good and everything will make sense in your mind. So that's what I tell you. Don't try just to learn. Understand the logic. Understand the logic and believe yeah. me, that will make a big, big difference. Sure. Yeah. There's no amount of course you do is, is the quality of the course you do. And find these people that also tackles that. It's not the easiest uh, uh, petrol, I tell you. It's not because they are not set up for that anyway. So that's the world we. Yeah. Really. But anyway, it's a it's a good starting point. Like uh, we must start from somewhere. But yeah, always try to find the why, why why the things are working in the way they are working. Mm -hmm. And that's, for example, one of the reasons is people uh, really like our Dynamo course, and they said it's a bit different from the outside. Uh, 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 is because we you know some people criticize them. You see, Petro, the ones they want to, you know, uh, know how to do A to B, C, D, and uh, they will criticize us straight away. They will say, I didn't like your course because he's not telling me, you know, they don't tell me how to do architecture with Dynamo or, or structures with Dynamo or whatever. <laughs> Definitely, you know, that's not the point. Anyway, we look into the different way yeah. and we look into the, 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 the logic way. And uh, But I think that's the key to other things. But, uh, but others, you know, they said, you know, and they said, you know, they have, try other courses, you know, from everywhere. Yeah. And uh, they find out was a bit different and uh, excellent anyway, in terms of uh, they really learn, you know, Dynamo as a tool. But anyway, they're definitely good tools. I don't want to make an advertising to one of my courses. It's free. I'm not making an advertising. It's free. Is there? <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's perfectly fine. How should people get in contact with you? How can someone contact you? Oh, it's very easy anyway. Uh, sometimes it's very problem to, res to respond to all the people, uh, but definitely, you know, the best way to, to contact me is on LinkedIn. You know, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on the roots as well. Every time, you know, you, anyone send an email, you know, if, if he's addressed to me, it will, it will come to my, to my hands, definitely, or to my eyes. And um, that's normally the two ways, you know, email or LinkedIn. Um, that's the easiest place to contact me. And you even... By phone, if you need, there's a phone as well. No website, I will be there as well. So yeah, and we yeah, we all available. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like today, we are working today. My team works today as well. So I will normally work from uh, Sundays to Fridays. In fact, uh, so because we got the Egyptian team, uh, we haven't talked about love our team. I know what's the purpose, but the uh, roots is probably one of the most uh, uh, small startups, but the global startup. Uh, uh, I think we probably unique case in our industry. We have people in Vietnam, India, Egypt, Nigeria, Bosnia, Portugal, and UK. So we are wow. all over the world. Is a is a very fantastic setup. But many people even criticize me first from the beginning. Now I don't know. I, I I have no borders. You know, I always work with these kind of structures in the past. Yeah, working with the teams and he work is working well for us. So it's fantastic. And yeah, that's the it's a it's a challenge as well. <laughs> I, we yeah. even we left someone in South America, uh, you know, long you know not 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 long time ago. But I think you know, from Vietnam to South America, I think you know we need to shorten this bit the, the window. But yeah. definitely, yeah, it's a 
Yeah, this this is interesting. This is something we can definitely talk about uh, another time. Like go into more details, like private conversation. I would be yeah. interested to uh, to hear more about this. How you make this work? Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, it was really nice to talk to you. No, you're welcome. Thank you very much for the invite, Petro, anyway. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'm looking forward to see you next time. <laughs> see you, Petro. Thank see you. you. Thank you all. Right.